Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. You are now listening to... Catch your ass... Your Ash. That's Cornelius. I am McGee. Oh, wait. He's in Denver, Colorado. In fact, he's on the studio level of <laughs> Capital Cigars, 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado. It is the finest cigar lounge on the planet. And I'm McGee, and I'm in Denver, or I'm in Dania. <laughs> I'm in Dania, Florida. And uh, I'm just chilling in a marina. Don't mind me. Uh, and uh, we always start in the same place, my friend. What are you smoking today? Today I'm smoking, and I know we've smoked this before, but it just seemed right today. It seemed right right now. I had... Um, I had catfish for dinner and I had uh, some spicy pasta and some coleslaw. That's kind of a Midwest dish, <laughs> fried fish, pasta, and coleslaw. We used to do that on Friday. But anyway, I just had like, I needed a little bit more weight. You know, I need a little bit more weight to my cigar. So I'm rocking the unknown. Oh, there you go. Patrick Potter. Yeah, that's Unknown, a great cigar. The Bach Trading Company. I just needed something and, you know, something a little heavier. And that cigar is made very, very rich. So, yeah, by design. Yep. So that was my, uh, that was my palate. I had a cigar earlier today. It's late Before here. This you podcast. Know, it's uh-huh. a little late here. I had a cigar earlier this evening. I had an Oliva Melania. No, not a Melania. An Oliva Serie V, but not the Melania. Not the Melania. Just the regular uh-huh. torpedo, um, torpedo one. Yeah. It was dope. It was good. I like. I mean, I like all the Oliva cigars. I've, I don't think I've ever had one that I don't really like. So. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah. The uh, what was the, what was the weather like there today? Hmm. Hot and perfect. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Gorgeous. I didn't have sleeves on all day. Oh wow. Yeah, it was well, a little it was... warm in the middle of the day. A little too warm. Oh, really? Okay. The rest of the day was perfect. I mean, we're like we're like in that mild season right here, you know. So definitely mild. It's uh, getting there here where I'm. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be packing up and heading north, not in the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's gonna be hot and sticky in no time here. Oh, so you're not staying down there for the summer? No, I'm gonna head up to New York and. Um, go kick it on the farm and hang out with my mom and my grandmother and uh, come back down in the fall when uh, <laughs> the weather's back to perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just winter in Miami. I don't really live here full time. <laughs> I got you. I yeah. got you. Well, you know, hey, that's nice. I was talking to um, uh, Dan today. And he was telling me you're in 
Miami. Oh yeah, Dayon. That's right. Dayon. Yeah, I, I kept calling him Dayon. I'm sure I, everybody does. Yeah, maybe. And honestly, I might be mispronouncing it. Yeah. Because I've never heard him say it other outside of well, I've heard him say it in a couple songs, but for the most part, like I've just I used to read it and I always mm-hmm. read it. So maybe I'm mispronouncing it. But yeah, gotcha. I'm I'm here in Miami. Gotcha. Okay. What was he saying? I that you're in Miami. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is correct. It's great. And I, and I said no, he's in Damien. Yeah, it's like a it's which like space? little town just south of Fort Lauderdale and north of Miami. Yeah, um, a, right on the water. It's pretty great. I got gotcha. you. Uh, just a touch, just a touch um, of NFL. Just a touch. What's going um, on in the NFL? I was just thumbing through all of these mock mock drafts. And this is really not a quarterback um, quarterback draft. Right? There's not a ton of quarterbacks. Like the guy from Liberty is getting all the looks. And it's like a little school, you know? Yeah, no, there's not that many. Wait, is the draft soon? Uh, it's definitely coming up soon. Did they be just finish up. playing the Super Bowl? Like, <laughs> okay. When is the draft? That's a good question. I, I feel. I uh, feel like I, it's sooner than I think. Is apparently the answer. <laughs> you know, but they do a they do a a good job at you know stretching out the entire festivities oh, yeah. of it. They want to uh, stay in the news cycle year round. And so they schedule shit uh, appropriately, right? A yeah. couple weeks out, free yeah. signing. Another couple weeks draft, another couple weeks trades, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like they make sure that they stay in the conversation cycle. I mean, it's not like next week, but April 28th is when it starts on Thursday mm-hmm. and it ends on April 30th Saturday. Yeah, 3 weeks. 3 weeks we got the NFL draft. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Time to start, you know. Looking at uh, looking at looking at tape measures and seeing how tall people are. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of teams that do not have a pick in the first round. You know, that's becoming more and more common of teams that'll <clears throat> trade their picks to go after a big player or something like that. And mm-hmm. you know, that's that's good currency. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you if you're trying to get a guy, like it's that's real good currency. You know. Yeah, I uh. I was talking to someone. I was like, maybe that's bad for the league in the sense that, you know, teams don't get better or they don't, you know. He's like, uh, no, because the teams that have given up that much of their draft capital probably have the best of the best uh, um, free agents. Yeah, so, they likely are full of veterans or something. You know, yeah. they just need one more part. But also, you, when you think about it on like the grander scale, the teams that collect those picks and pick mm-hmm. in the first round a couple years in a row, a couple times, they yeah. tend to get better as a group. While those teams that have traded them all off, those guys tend to age out and they dip, and the teams mm-hmm. kind of take turns being in that spot. I mean, yeah, ultimately, yeah. we've talked about this in, in a couple different ways but the fact is it sucks to be in the middle 
The last mm. thing you want to do oh, is they- to just miss the playoffs or just yeah. make the playoffs and lose the first game. Either one of those spots is the worst because just you either want to be middle. winning or bad so that you can get better. You know, that's right. Just hovering you need that cheap in- labor, that cheap yeah. first round talent, and that's how yeah. you do it for like four four years of not worrying about the person, you know, right? their contract or nothing. Look at the Browns now. They're just stacked all over because they went eight years of picking in the first three picks, and they mm-hmm. then they traded those players for more picks, traded those players for more picks. Next thing you know, they have this, you know, defense that's complete, you know, that really doesn't have too many gaps because they're almost all first and second and third rounders. And, right. you know, it's it's – and it's financially palatable because they're all on rookie record or contracts and et cetera. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, you would think, you would think, you would think that the, not to jump um, sports, but for that reason, you would think the 76ers would be just unbelievable right now. I mean, they went through all of those years of picking in the first five. They got know. something out of that. They've got, they've been, for the last three years, they've been in the conversation of winning one of the best teams in the East. They've been, I mean, that Kawhi Leonard shot. <laughs> when the Raptors beat them at like the last moment of the seventh game mm-hmm. in the crazy shot like they were they were on the verge of making a mm-hmm. run you know um mm-hmm. they they you know they they had their guys they put together their roster and they're still yeah. enjoying the benefits of that where they're able to trade Ben Simmons for who wasn't going to play for them for yeah. Harden and other pieces and whatever um right Right. You know, they're still they're still kind of using that capital, you know, that, right. that draft right. capital. Right. And Embiid is a is an MVP, like in the conversation. But you know, if, if he gets uh, the MVP this year, you can't really be that mad. You know? No, no. I uh, it, it, there's a lot of argument for you know the Joker being uh a two time MVP back to back, but that's who I'm rooting for. I know, but that's, that's going to be hard. You know, it's going to be hard, but you got to think about who, when you look at the stat sheet and you look at the teams, who else? I mean, who Jay Moran has just missed too much, you know, it's too bad, man. If he missed these last couple weeks, he might've made a run at it and got it. And I had a ticket on him at 10 to one that I Mm. think I placed the day before he got hurt. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I think I placed that, and then he was like, "All right, I'm going to miss the rest of the regular season." The mm-hmm. next morning, I mean, I think it was really that quick. But, exactly, but. exactly. So, it's you know, it's it's um, and they're still winning without him, by the way. That's cool. Oh, and playing well, playing very, very well Be, against. Mean, if I'm in the West, I'm scared of that matchup in the playoffs. Exactly. Well, um, you know, uh, I was working it out today. If now, if your beloved Nuggets hold on to the sixth spot. If the Mavericks move up and win, win one of they have a, they have an opportunity to win. They have an opportunity. So they're fifty and thirty. In yeah, the them seed. and the Warriors have the same number of wins. Yeah, right? and the Warriors are 50 and 29. Now, if the Mavericks move up, okay, 
wouldn't you rather, wouldn't you have rather play the Mavericks and then the Grizzlies? No, I'd rather play the Warriors and then the Grizzlies. Really? Yeah, the Warriors have no big man right now. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about, Anyway, I'm not worried about the Warriors at all. <laughs> mm. I think that we would we would probably win. And I mean, I'm going to be polite and say five games. Wow. Yeah. No, without <laughs> Mur- without Murray and without yeah. uh... no, I think we can bring Murray back on like 12 minutes a game coming off the bench. It would be perfect situation for him to like just get his feet wet before the next round. I would much rather play the Warriors. The playing the Mavericks is gonna is is is, is scary. Because fucking Luca could go out and win four games, any four games. I don't care. He's that good. And he's got teammates that kind of know their responsibilities to support that now. Mm-hmm. And I just think that um, when you get to the, and we've been seeing this forever in the NBA, when you get into mm-hmm. the NBA in these seven game series in the playoffs, the best player can carry a team to a, vic- to a, to a W. And I feel yeah. like, Luca, man, Luca's really good. He could be mm. the best player in any series. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know if the Mavericks have. I think they're a very well balanced team. I don't know if they have enough firepower. I just that's uh, that's my point. When you get to the playoffs, it slows down. You do uh-huh. the half court plays more often, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Luca will take every shot. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> he'll just take every shot, you know, yeah. uh, and, and like, it's, it's scary. Remember when the, remember like, remember the Jamal Murray and, and Timmy Nebraska brought this up on the Nebraska hour. Remember mm. the Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell battle yeah. going yeah. back and forth, back and forth. They scored in one series in one in the, in that playoff series, they scored between the both of them. 450 points oh i would have i would have i would have thought if you would have said over under six thousand, i would have bet over <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? like it was incredible yeah. and yeah. like luca can do that kind of thing where he get he just takes the ball every time they're on offense and the game yeah. slows the game down a little bit with possession basketball and yeah. he just handles it he's so good yeah yeah so yeah, i they... i would much rather and i understand so Steph Steph Curry is 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 capable of doing the same thing, you know, but um, and and he's, he's not having the year that he's been ha- that you know that he's had in the past, and yeah. without any big men, without any rebounds, I don't mm-hmm. know, I, I don't know, I just don't feel I'm not scared of the Warriors. Okay, all right, well then that would be the way to go. But the way it lines Jazz, up, the like whoever gets the Jazz. Also, I like if I'm at the top of that, I'm trying to position myself to play the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. I'm if I'm in the in in the position of the Warriors or Mavericks, and it comes to Sunday, I would mm-hmm. like to um, figure out a way that I'm you know playing playing the the you know I'd almost rather be the four seed than the three seed is what I'm saying, even if that means I have to deal with the Sun sooner, because yeah. the Jazz I feel like are in shambles. Yeah. Well, as it is right now, the. Um... The uh, Suns in the East are in first place. Uh, they've in clinched West, the conference. Yeah. I mean, in the West. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the West. I'm sorry. I don't know. I always do. <laughs> in the West, and they've clinched the division. 
I mean, they've clinched the conference. Yeah. Uh, the Grizzlies have clinched the division. Uh, the Warriors. They're, they're Warriors. In, but they don't. They're not necessarily going to be in the three spot. That's still up. Right. I mean, that could still go either way. The and Warriors. Then everything's said at the bottom too, where like we know the teams in the play-in game, and that's not going to change. What could change is the nine or ten spot, where mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that's not that big of a deal because they're both basically in the same situation. And the Lakers are out. The Lakers are out. They're mathematically eliminated. Wow. Let's talk about that. How do they fix it? All right. I understand you. Yeah. You you don't think LeBron is as good as Michael Jordan. I get that. I understand no, no, that I, you're not a Russell Westbrook fan, although you respect his athleticism. I get that. But like. If you're the GM, if you're Mitch Kupchak, and mm-hmm. you have, you know, you have Russ, Russ under contract for forty million next year, yeah. and nobody's gonna want that contract. I, I can't imagine anybody wants that contract. And then, <laughs> like, and then you have AD and and LeBron, LeBron at thirty seven, you know, mm-hmm. but AD, you know, he's got to be around thirty. So you should like that's the one you should be building up building around right he's younger than the other three but yeah what do you do like lebron puts so many people in the seats keeps your logo on sports center nonstop. well i i believe first of all i'm just going to rewind it for this one statement and then i'll move forward but <laughs> they lebron signed off on westbrook they could have got demar Derozan. Oh, I, I get it. I get it. I understand all that, uh, you know. You know, um, and so I, I rewind. The, yeah, you, you, my my parents used to say when I would get into trouble, something about the bed being made. You know, you made yeah, the bed, yeah, you got to lie exactly, in it. You know, exactly. and some variation of that. Like, <laughs> let's talk about the lying in it part. Exactly. What can do? Exactly. So... I mean, well, think about that. You just said 30, 37, and 40. That's a $107 million, right? I'm not sure of those numbers. I, I okay. just know that. I, and then I was talking about the age. E- LeBron's 37 years old. Oh, AD I thought you were talking 30 about 30 years old. But I was talking about Russ's money. Russ is getting yeah. $41 million next year. Exactly. Nobody's going to trade for that. Exactly. I can't. Guaranteed. And Anthony Davis and LeBron has to be somewhere just south of that, right? Yeah, I would imagine they're getting a similar number. <laughs> exactly. So and only because and only because it's a salary cap game. Because yeah. I would argue that LeBron is worth way more than forty million dollars because oh, yeah. he's generating way more capital for the organization. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I agree with that. Side point. Like, you know, the as far, hey, the salary cap's unfair. It's it's un-American, yeah. you know. But yeah. if they didn't have it, then everybody's like, hey, it's not cool that the Yankees win every year. So right. I, I get it. Like the it's hard to find the perfect balance. Well, as far as fixing it, um they keep A D, they keep LeBron, and every single other person on that team is fire sale. It's not a single person. And the sad part about it is that that's exactly what they just did. But it, it's kind of, you know, this is this is the part who's that when I take the Russell Westbrook, I know. But this this is the part that makes it so 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 difficult, right? I know that Demar Derozan isn't making forty one million dollars. I, I don't even know what his contract is, but I know it's not up there with Russell Westbrook. Okay, 
if they would have got DeMar DeRozan, they could have kept so many key players that even today would still be, you know, key in, in playing on – that they would probably keep to rebuild even after LeBron's gone, they, you know, some of, the, some of the young talent. But that, that's neither here nor there. Right now to fix it, right? DeMar DeRozan got $26 million this year. That's, that's First year of a three-year, eighty-two million dollars which means you could have him plus two bench players for what you're paying Russell Westbrook. Fifteen million? No. Well, two. No, good. he's right. He's getting twenty-six, and yeah. then you got this other fifteen that you could spend on two role players. You know, two guys on I, your bench. I, I argue you could find three. Think Caruso. Yeah, he's probably. Caruso. He might get 12. I don't know. Let's find out. You know, but you, you could probably, you're right. You could probably, I keep thinking old numbers. You're right. Uh, you know, I mean, now uh, you think of players like Caruso at around, I, I put him around five, six or seven. He has nine. He has a, a four year, $37 million deal. So he's getting single digits. Barely, barely single digits. Barely, barely yeah. single digits. Yeah, it's a different league, totally different. It's I crazy, would've, man. It's crazy. I, I would have put him somewhere around five or seven. What's million, What's yeah. crazy is a lot of people be like, "Oh, that's too much money." They're just playing a game, mm-hmm. but like they deserve this money. They're, I get it. Their union negotiated half, and they get mm-hmm. half, and just so happens there's only twelve guys on the roster. And there's they, a they're making a lot of money. So they're making a lot of money. So. Right. If so, you have if you have kids, push them towards basketball, basketball. If they're into team sports, if they're into individual time, solo time, push them into golf because then they can make money yeah. forever with that senior yeah. tour. That's exactly. that's where the money is. Yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, as far as fixing it, they got they have a lot of work to do because there there's only two players on that team that are like you know must keep type players. There's only two. And then you got to go out. Then you got to find out where are you going to find this remarkable team that within not even a year, within a summer, because LeBron James is on a clock. So trade him. Trade LeBron to Cleveland. Get two players. Let him go go home, finish his career in Cleveland. You know, maybe they'll draft his son. You know, like it could be a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Or you want to win now? Maybe you trade AD. And maybe AD is the way you can get <laughs> off of the Russ contract where you could package them together. Holy cow. I don't, think, of them your move, I don't think your move is to – I don't think your move is to trade – like I think, I don't think you're gonna get value on Russ if what Russell Westbrook. Oh, no. If you trade him, if you can give value somehow, make it worth mm-hmm. somebody's while. Maybe you could call Utah and send both of them out there for Donovan Mitchell and some picks. And because it's not like the Lakers have any picks between now and 2028, right. and, you know, uh, maybe you can call Utah and do something crazy with them. I mean, you're probably right because – but the Lakers are not going to trade LeBron James. No, I, that was – I mean, to go to Cleveland, that's crazy. No. But maybe you could send AD and Russ mm-hmm. to Utah for – see, Timmy Nebraska brought this up kind of. Or earlier we thought about 
AD, or, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook going to Utah and it won't work because they're so mm-hmm. racist there. And mm-hmm. he's had issues where he's had run-ins with the fans there. Mm. So it won't work, but maybe you could do a three-way deal with another team or something where Donovan Mitchell ends up in LA and somehow you AD goes to Utah and Russ goes somewhere else or something like yeah. that. I think it'd be, re- I am waiting to see how they're going to deal with, um, Westbrook I I am waiting I was like that's going to be remarkable how they're going to move him because I I just don't see it what's nuts is he's got all the blame this year when Mm -hmm. he was the one that was healthy and available at least all season long you know LeBron and AD have been gone what the whole season right Mm -hmm. the three of them didn't play but a handful of games together you know but this is the thing this is the thing and I'm I'm not gonna get back to this. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> MJ would have still got to the playoffs. No, no. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, up until this year, is a athletically and stat wise and score wise is a unbelievable basketball player, hands down. Okay. So the thing I'm saying is it's how do you make a player better? You know what I'm saying? How do you use what that player has? I I, I wasn't feeling good about, you know, Russell Westbrook has been doing the exact same thing ever since he was back at uh, OKC. He's been doing the same thing. So what in the world did LeBron think? Did he think he was going to come there? And just somehow retool up under him? I think he legitimately thought that LeBron was going to – I think LeBron even, everybody legitimately thought that LeBron was going to miss games because he's 37. And on those nights, Russ has to be in there carrying that load. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, right, like just as like a replacement LeBron, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't work mm-hmm. <laughs> because Russ has to be out there all the whole time, and they didn't work well together. No, but it also didn't really work when LeBron was gone either. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on because if you remember the end of last year, he ended the season so strong in Washington, yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah. I just don't know what's going on. His shots well, just aren't going in in LA. Well, He's a come on. He is up under a lot of abuse and pressure. You know, he is up under a lot. So, and, and that's I. I don't blame him. He's the same player he's always been. So, what did you expect? And you have to be able to use that within reason. You have to be able to use it. And you know, Russ comes through, and he. You know, I don't. I. You know, I. I. I I've just seen him just do things and it I, I would have so have gotten DeMar DeRozan I would I would so this, have gotten him if this had worked like if 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 all three of these guys really the two of them the two older guys if if Russ and LeBron were like three years younger actually LeBron doesn't have to be younger he played great this year let me mm-hmm. let me even take that part. yeah 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 if Russ played the way he played the last two years in OKC Mm-hmm. <laughs> or any of his time in OKC, this would have mm-hmm. been um, 
really a lot of fun to watch. And it's too bad. It's too bad the experiment failed because yeah. I was kind of rooting for it. Uh, it was going to piss everybody off and it was going to be fun. It was going to mm-hmm. be the bad guys, you know, it was mm-hmm. like some, some NWO stuff from wrestling, you know, but, um, but you can, you could say that you could say if you could say if Anthony Davis played the first, like he did the first two years with the Pelicans. If, yeah, uh, if, right. uh, if Carmelo Anthony played like he did well, when he was with the Nuggets. And if, I never if, expected yeah, that out of if, him, though. If like he's, Trevor Ariza acted like he played like he never left the Lakers, you know, holy cow, that would be the it. dream team, you know. But, but in this streaming time, in this, in this streaming time right now, I think, I, I think Carmelo, I, I think that there's, there's pieces that are doing exactly what they should have been doing. I would argue that other... Melo over overperformed. Yeah, he didn't do any. I didn't expect. I didn't expect him to be this solid all year. No, no. He's had a really good year. Yeah, he's done decent. You I'll, know, he could... I'll be. You know, I'll be a hundred with you, man. A healthy AD would have made a much yes much different. I made for a much different story with Russell Westbrook. Still would have made a difference because you want to sure. know why he's the equalizer. He's the one that you know. Um, he's a dominant big man, you know, and when you got somebody flying through the hole uncontrollably <laughs> and <laughs> leaving rebounds all over the place, you need that big man to come and clean it up, you know? So yeah, that, yeah. that could have put That's a lot of band-aids. It worked so well when he played with, um, the pirate Adams, Steven Adams, yeah. which is, who's doing great playing with John Morant. It was a similar mm-hmm. kind of a relationship. That's why it's too bad that everybody in Utah and Salt Lake City has been shitty to him throughout his career because him and Gobert could be great together. Yeah. But I think he needs a dominant big guy, especially at this point in his career. But I think that's the compliment he needs, you know? Well, you can go back through the episodes to right before this year started, and you will hear me very distinctly say, there's no way that they are going to win with Russell Westbrook. There's no way yeah. that they are going to win. Now, you I know. say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'm just telling you. You're not always wrong. That's for sure. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're off and right. Russell Westbrook could possibly win a championship, but he's going to win that championship deep on a bitch. Late in his career. Correct. Doing that that Ray Allen come off the fucking mm-hmm. come off the bench and not be scared to shoot, you know, roll. Exactly. So that'd be cool. So, I would like to see that happen for the guy. Yeah. He's definitely um, a Hall of Famer, whether he wins one or not. In their prime, of of you know, he's correctly on the seventy five greatest NBA players of all time yeah, list yeah, and all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's all legit. I hope that yeah. he gets. Uh, I hope he gets a ring before yeah. he retires. Greg, you were talking about the success of the league, hence players making the money that they make. Yeah. Is that to the, as far as the overall win column, when it comes to, you know, the legacy, winning it all, okay? Do I factor in the money? No, no, no. Not that you factor in the money, but is the money a problem? Huh. I mean, you can't, you can't responsibly not like you have to consider the money when you're making your decisions, your contractual decisions in your career, no matter what. Oh, yeah. Right. So him 
staying in OKC and signing a max deal, like that's not really something that he, you know, if that max deal is offered, that super max is offered to stay with your team. Mm-hmm. You, it's very, it's, it's impossible to say no to that. The fact that yeah. there's players gonna, that are going to get 50 million a year because of those, those super maxes are legit. Like, you know, Jokic will keep re-signing <laughs> with Denver right, because right. they can give him more money than anybody else can. And mm-hmm. that, um, and I think that that impacts a lot of people's decisions on what they're going to do and where they're going to play. And that yeah. certainly impacts their career. With the right. exception of when LeBron went to the Heat, I understand that. But if we go back the last 10 years, right? Last 10 years. Last 10 years. What max player has moved to a team and that team won a championship? Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, but they True. were already the Warriors. Yeah. I mean, you, you could say LeBron did it when he went back to Cleveland and when he went to the L.A. Lakers. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so, okay, yeah, all right. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there for conversation's sake. Now, LeBron yeah. doesn't sign the Supermax long deal with the big – you know, he never did that. Mm-hmm. He he would always sign that, like – Two-year. Year and an option, year and an option. Yeah, year and so an that option, he would yeah. always stay in control. And that's mm-hmm. worked out very well for him because as that number has gone up, as the average salary has gone up – He's mm-hmm. also like kept being the best and him how he's having the threat of leaving has put pressure on the organizations to spend money. So just does moving a max player to a team just stifle that team from the organic growth that a basketball team needs to go through in order to build this core in a way that I, I, w- I would argue. It's an argument. It's definitely I, I w- an argument. I, Look at the, look at the uh, okay. Well, look at the Grizzlies. Look at the uh, uh, the Bucks. Yeah. Um, now, look the, at the Suns. The flip, no, the, that's your that's the one that breaks your argument because they were a good nucleus and then they went and got Chris Paul. Well, but now I understand he's past his max prime, you know, max contract yeah. kind of prime, but still. And um, that nucleus was born through normal. Yeah, drafting. They drafted and, Booker. And, and, they drafted Aiden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so with with all of that being said, the the whole statement started with how do you fix the Lakers? And I, I, I I'm I, I'm going to come out and I'm going to say, in LeBron's lifetime, I don't think he does. No, I think you. I think you. I think you trade all three of them if you can. I think you go get as many draft picks as you can, and you implode and. And explode and start over, you know. I don't, mm. But I'm a, I, I can't imagine the Lakers ever doing that. They, it's it's the no Lakers. no no yeah it's yeah the Lakers. Not, the, yeah, they would never do, do the full no. rebuild. Nope. But it works in a lot of cases, you know. Nope. Yeah. The Nuggets so. were built through the draft, like Joe Murray, you know, even Porter. You know, they they all came through the draft. Before before Jokic was Nurkic, and they you know before, mm-hmm. like they all these guys came from the draft. The Jazz, you know, granted they have chaos right now, but they drafted Mitchell. They drafted Gobert. Um, the Warriors drafted all those guys, you know what I mean? Except mm-hmm. KD, but he didn't stick around all that long, right? 
Yeah. Um, and I, I would argue that if you're going to try to make a long run, if you're going to try to make that Spurs run, that, that heat kind of run mm-hmm. to do it nowadays, to not even the heat, because even that was only a couple of years, really. Yeah. But if you try to yeah. do a 10 year run, you got to do it through the draft and through yeah. young yeah. guys growing up together and all that. Exactly. Uh, that was the West. In the East, the Heat are in, the, in first place. Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, uh, the Raptors, the Bulls, and the Cavs. And then you have the Nets in eighth place, Hawks in ninth place, and Hornets in tenth place. So uh, it, this might be one of the years, one of the probably the year, maybe. In the and uh, maybe as far as I can remember, that in, in modern day you know uh, sports in the NBA that the East is a much tougher tougher road than the West. I think so too. I think there's more teams that could come out of here, or they're bunched together more. You know, like there's yeah yeah. They're, they're, the the tenth team is pretty good, and the you mm-hmm. know it could give. The first team, you know, the number one seed to run, but right. Um, I mean, I honestly, I, I really only can picture three teams coming out of the East. Yeah. That's and the Sixers, the Bucks, or the Heat. Yeah, Sixers, Bucks, probably the Bucks. They still look as strong as they did last year. Um, yeah, and you know, when they meet up with the Heat again this year. That's going to be a game. That's going to be if, yeah, if you never know. The you're, Nets you're, you're, might take I'm sorry, because the, heat, the Nets right. are going to take somebody out of here. The Nets yeah. are going to just be just cause enough chaos that we're going to talk about them all offseason again. Well, the nine and ten play, yeah, the and, nine and ten play, and then they play the winner of that plays against the loser of the seven and eight, correct. So I am all but sure that the Nets should be able to take care of the Cavaliers. The Nets are in the eight. Oh, Cavaliers so you are think in the they'll seven. be playing the number two seed. So they might take out the Celtics right away. Could be, yeah. That would be yeah. crazy. And then the Hornets and the Hawks, I kind of have the Hawks on that one. Um, yeah, and I, I would imagine that either of those teams will beat the Cavaliers. The, ever since the Cavaliers, um, what's the dude's name who uh, got hurt recently? Oh yeah, whatever. He used to play for the Nets. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Ever yeah. since he he got hurt, they have been um, struggling been a, a bit. different team. But I'll tell you what: if he comes back healthy, and if uh, uh, who's their other guard that's um that got hurt? If he comes back healthy too, mm-hmm. they're gonna be they could be really good next year. Yeah. Or no, they definitely. Might have the trade equity to go get LeBron James. <laughs> that's a different conversation. Yeah, but um. Uh, yeah, a lot. Of, I, I mean, from either from the, of them can beat the Cavs, though. Yeah, from the tenth seed all the way up to the there's not a weak there's not a, a weak team in the in 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 the in those ten spots. The mm-hmm. Raptors are kind of scary. They're gonna they could knock somebody out, mm-hmm. um, and they might they might end up taking out the sixers to be honest but hey. I, I i think the bucks are probably the team that gets through this i got to i got to you know i got to speak up i don't know what happened 
they hit a brick wall. I mean, I know there were some injuries, but hopefully my Bulls can hit the stride that they did in the beginning of the season because if well, they do. They had some injuries. They Obviously, losing Lonzo hurt because that would be – he'd be great for them. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, and then – it was Zach Levine was out for a little while and then yeah. back and forth like Caruso Caruso too. If they could have stayed held, look, there are, they're still, they're in the six seed. If yeah. they had, if they, if all those guys had stayed healthy this year, oh, wow. no way that they wouldn't have been a, a three seed or something. They were exactly. really, you know, they, they could have, it's a hell of a roster. And if they, and to be honest, it's only four wins off of where the bucks are or where the Celtics are. Right. Like they had a good year. They got a lot of wins, even though they they were banged up. Exactly. So, um, and they still have it, three to play. They have three more to play. Yeah. Yeah. So they could have the five. I would say all it would do would change was change six, the. Uh, they're in the six, six now. They could get to the five. Yeah. But the only thing it would do is change home field advantage, right? Oh no, mm-hmm. it would change matchup. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So I, I, yeah, I, you're right. I, I got the Bucks. I mean, I got the Bucks. I, the only team that I see beating the Bucks in the East is the Heat. That's the only team I can honestly say. Unless Harden hits some sort of switch and is all of a sudden, you know, Playing like peak rockets, Harden. Um, yeah. Unless that happens, I think you're right. The only yeah. the only fear for the Bucks is, I mean, maybe the Raptors, just because yeah. the Raptors are scrappy, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel similarly to you. If it's the Heat, is the biggest threat to the Bucks. I mean, I think there were some steps in the last the be- the beginning of last year and the year before that. I believe that there were some there were some steps that were made that the Bucks broke through. And I think that's what's needed for every team. That's why I said I think the Nuggets would be better off playing the Grizzlies than playing the Suns. I forget how the matchup was, but I think it was Suns. And um, and if they move up, they could possibly see the Mavericks and the Grizzlies as opposed to the Suns and the Warriors. And the reason I said that was because if they get to the Grizzlies, the thing is, what, the Grizzlies have one game of ex- playoff experience? One? Yeah, I mean, one series, I mean. When you're young, you don't even care. You don't even know that. I get, matters. I get it. I get it. That gets you to. I gets you to a certain level. I agree, but oh, wait a minute. I, the The pirate played in all those OKC runs. The yeah. pirate was in the finals. Mm-hmm. Pirate was in the finals. He is the vet that like they kind of needed. You know, now mm-hmm. he acts like a six year old. You know, what I mean? he's a crazy mm-hmm. one. But like mm-hmm. he's kind of the vet they needed. You know, who's like I've been here before. Let's go in. Mm-hmm. But uh. Uh, the Bucks. Look at the evolution of uh, Giannis. Look at the evolution. First of all, they kind of found a way to st- 
to stifle him. They stifled him because all he did was just go to the board hard, go to the board hard. And they started game planning around that, how to stop him from going to the hole. What did he do? So like, I mean, within a, within a year and a half, he developed, he had, he had a jump shot, not the greatest, but he had a jump shot and he really couldn't do very well. It was almost hack at some point. He had but a slow it, jump shot, you know? Yeah. So it was always contested, but yeah. he got faster somehow. Like he just, I don't know. I've changed some mechanic. I don't know. His, his outside uh, perimeter shooting is better. Yeah. His, and now it's like, you know, you can follow him if you want. He'll go to the free throw and he'll drain too. It, yeah. That was not like, two years i would even say two years ago that was not the case you know so those are the i think those are the type of adjustments and roles and things that you change as you go through the the gauntlet which is the playoffs in any sport and get to the championship you know and a lot of these teams have not quite you know went through that gauntlet yet so when they hit it sometimes they don't know how to adjust to it. You know, they, they, they kind of like, Oh man, they're stopping Giannis. Well, guess what? He doesn't have a perimeter shot. So what are we going to do? Just pull one out of our back pocket? No, but now he does. Yeah. You learn how to win, you know, especially the playoff style. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got to learn how to win. And that's why, you know, you're right about don't put a ton of money on the, on the Grizzlies. It'd be a fun story though. Yeah, you know, but yeah, yeah. you got to learn how to play that playoff basketball. And that goes back to why I was saying, watch out for the Mavericks because yeah. they did that style of basketball last year. And yeah. you saw Luca hitting crazy three pointers from inside the half court line to, to send games to overtime and shit yeah. like that. Was and that the Clippers? You, yeah. And you know what? That he loved it. You yeah. saw it in his eye. He yeah. loved it. And that's yeah. why you got to be scared of a team like that. And I don't really see that guy in the East right. to threaten the Bucks, right? right? But I see that that guy in the West on multiple teams. I see a John Morant. I see a Luka. Right. I see teams that can take out the Suns. I don't really right. see that many teams. I'm just not worried about the and to, and, and to answer your question, that guy three years removed was – Harding. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jamal Murray. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think Jamal Murray is still in his prime. He's just got to get healthy and come back. That's all he got to do. I I was saying this on the Nebraska hour. I would love it if he came back and just came off the bench 12 minutes a game, got his toe wet, just instant offense. I would have loved that kind of fucking Jamal Murray. But I don't don't know. I don't know what the plan is medically or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's shaping up. Uh, we got a, just a couple of games, few games in yeah, some Sunday. cases left. And, Sunday uh, is the end of the uh, it's the end of the Masters and the end of the NBA regular season. It's big day, big yeah. day of sports on Sunday. And there's uh, something Sunday you, morning too. You probably talked about it in the Bushwood Bushwood uh, show. Uh, Tigers coming back. Tigers playing, man. It's a really big deal. Everybody, everybody. Like, talk about public (laughs) public (laughs) money. There is so much public money on them. The number, you just watch the numbers, like, slowly go down all week. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. 
And honestly, that's amazing. Honestly, it's there's so many hills there. It's so much up and down. To walk that four days on an ankle that just got rebuilt is a oh, big right? So yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe he makes the cut and withdraws or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't see him getting all the way through Sunday. And mm. and honestly, if I was going to bet, I would bet that he misses the cut. But mm. I love that he's there. I that love he even that came there. back. Yeah. I love that yeah. he's there. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. He's back in the conversation at the very least. Yeah. He's back. You know, so that's that's good for the sport. And it's it's I mean, I have more faith that he'll be playing at the British Open and the PGA Championship and the other majors this year, which is mm-hmm. awesome too. It makes those events even bigger of a deal. So uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And and that's you know, I mean that's um listen, if you're watching this weekend, I want you to root for a guy named Cam Smith. Okay. Cameron Smith. Cam Smith. Okay. All right. I really need him to uh, fix everything that college basketball did to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I need him to win <laughs> so I can, <laughs> I can get back, get back hey in the back. Right direction. Yeah, hey back. back. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. How is your unknown? Delicious. It was a good pick for tonight. Yeah. So definitely. Pick. Yep. Great cigar, and um, man. The shit. Next time we talk, we'll talk after the weekend. It'll be literally NBA playoff time. Yeah, yeah, we'll be in it. We'll be in it. So, it is go time. I don't know when it starts, but I think uh, it's. I think the playing games are like right away. I think wow. the regular season ends Sunday, and the playing games are Tuesday or something. Wow. Yeah. Yep. 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 Because yeah. they have they have to do that. What two? Th- that's got to take two three nights, right? They got to play those games or two nights at least. Yeah, well, they don't want yeah. to give all the playoff teams a week off before the playoffs. That's too much, right? So uh-huh. I would imagine they want those games going by the weekend. I imagine it's, I'm, I'm just guessing and say it's you know, Monday, Tuesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday. So we'll talk during the play in, play in window. Yeah. All right. all right, let's do it. That was another episode of Get Your Ash. We'd like to use this opportunity at the end of podcast episodes to say thank you to some people. Uh, ben Steve and uh, Timmy Vasta and Casey O'Flynn, Clay Collins, um, Brian, our new, uh, social media intern. Hop on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Say hi to Hi to us. It's at your And uh, most importantly, more importantly than all those chokers, is you. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next time. Enjoy an amazing weekend. Yo, Mo Mackey. What's good? And what do men do? I don't know. Smoke cigars, watch sports. Ah, uh, yeah, sometimes we do that, man. Shouts out to Maniac McGee and Cornelius holding down the Bet Your Ash podcast. We represent independent artists. It's the Set the Bar Review Mix Show. Artists, submit your music to setthebar11 at gmail.com. You better set the bar. We prefer if you raise it.